0: Good afternoon, it's Thursday, January the 5th. My name is Cleo Flynn You're welcome to the first English time of 2023. We're on air in English here on Radio Sur Adeche every Thursday from 1 to 1.30 and you can listen back to the programme on your online platforms or through the link that I'll post on the Adeche Town Hall Facebook page. Today we're going to catch up with Victoria Ballesteros and we're going to talk to Susan Jordan and Denise Harris about health and well-being in 2023. But first, let's have a quick look at some local news. All over Spain, people are preparing for the visit of the three kings and here in Nadeje, they arrive into the borough's football grounds by helicopter at 5pm and no tickets are needed. The Nadeje Mayor José Miguel Rodríguez Fraga will be on hand to give their majesties the magic key to the borough which for one night only allows them enter the houses and leave presents for the children of the town. From 7pm, the Kings joined the parade up the town's Calle Grande. Cultural councillor Maria Clavijo Massa said, we are delighted to be able to offer the people of Adeje and especially the children, the special event full of magic and illusion. And the council have also created a noise-free zone during the parade between the Town Hall and the Plaza de España for those with sensory issues. Earlier this week, firefighters from Arona, Jadeje, San Miguel and Guia de Sora joined forces to extinguish a fire next to the Alborada Beach Club Hotel in Ten The crews worked for hours to ensure the fire didn't spread beyond the initial private building. However, the firefighters said the abundance of combustible materials and windy conditions made the work more difficult. No injuries have been reported as a result of the blaze and the security forces are investigating the incident. A reminder to EU residents and those from countries who signed a reciprocal arrangement with Spain that they have the right to vote in the local elections in May of this year. Anyone who is eligible and wishes to vote must be on the electoral census, which you can do at the Town Hall. UK citizens, for instance, have until January the 15th and EU citizens until January the 30th. Full details in English on our blog, (music) townhall.adeje.es. Staff of the Bahia Príncipe Sunlight Costa Edeje Hotel have donated more than 5,000 kilos of foodstuffs to the Edeje Food Bank. The initiative was organised by the staff unions in the hotel to assist with families in need at this time. The Adeje Councillor overseeing the Municipal Food Bank, José Antonio López Delgado, called it a fantastic gesture. And finally, for now, Adeje resident Beverly Corbett, trustee and volunteer at Noah's Ark, has been awarded an MBE for services to British nationals in Spain in the UK New Year's honours list. Beverly has been a leading influence on charitable and community work in Tenerife for over 17 years, volunteering initially at The Living Room and then co-founding Noah's Ark. Her focus is on providing support of whatever kind to those who need it most and when they most need it. So congratulations to Beverly, and we do hope to speak to her later on this year in the programme. Right, um, it's always sad, and it's always marked by the passing of people when somebody from the world of music dies, so we need to play a little bit of their music. Anita Pointer from the Pointer Sisters passed away a few days ago, so let's have a listen to one of their greatest hits. I'm so excited.
1: Sir Adeshi with Cleo O'Flynn
0: now joining me again in what I think is going to become a regular interview I hope so anyway uh, it's Victoria Ballesteros, who uh, is from Adeje but is studying in Wesleyan University she won a scholarship there and you're in the middle now of your second year and you've changed your majors. I think so, Welcome back to English Time. Just bring us up to date on what you're up to study-wise.
2: Yes, I am in my third semester of college, like about to start a 4-1, and I train my major from economics to political science. I have economics as a minor now. So Okay.
0: That's, I mean, when I saw that, I thought, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. And we're going to talk about <laughs> politics in a minute. I did political science, or poli-sci, as yeah. they call it in the States. And I it was a great, graded history and political science. And it was a really good combination. But we, with economics, it's kind of where you're going. Mm-hmm. Because how many times have you spoken at the United Nations now? Three or four?
2: No, like in person, two times. Having online and in person today, like about five. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's about girls.
0: It's about science. It's about young women. But it's also looking at, I know, water and the evolution of water as an economic and political issue is very important as yeah. well.
2: It's like main as a sustainable development and importance of like the girls working in sustainable development jobs and is a relationship about employment, girls' education and environment.
0: Okay, now that brings me directly to a project I saw that you're involved in called Maker Girl and the minute I went online I saw STEM, so I had to look up STEM. Now, if I'm correct, it's science, tec- technology, education and math. Uh,
2: science, technology and em- engineering and math. Engineering and math. Yeah. So
0: but Maker Girl is for seven to ten year olds.
2: Yeah, so Make- tell us about it. Maker Girl is a non-profit that is started at a University in Illinois and the University of Champaign, and it's a group of like normally girls that are in writing into STEMs that want to educate girls from seven to ten. They are right now also working in ten to fifteen and fifteen to eighteen. So basically, what we do or what we what we we did is that we have workshop about 3D printing. And we used teach young girls to use science, and we related to a normal topic. So I know the last one that we did was about fashion. So we talk about fashion and how you can use science, and how do you can use 3D printing to do, like, designs, to do, like, models, things like that. And we also present them to a role, like a woman in fashion that used to d it. So you're, you're taking something like fashion,
0: which in the old days was seen as a woman's industry. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. applying science, you're applying technology, mm-hmm. um, and I presume that makes it ideally more profitable yes. uh, and, you know, more high-end as well. And would, would the girls who are applying for these programs, are they from vulnerable backgrounds? Or are they displaying certain aptitudes in science and maths? How are they chosen?
2: So this is like a different one. Is an organization like Make a Girl. And then we have the IWU Make a Girl Academy. That is a part that I am involved in the IWU Make a Girl Academy. For now, we have just had like the pilot sessions. We have not getting to like really involved, mm-hmm. but we have this lucky of the Petrik idea center that we're going to have the university is sponsoring us so anyone in the community being really looking for people in like vulnerable backgrounds can join us okay so it might be for
0: kids who otherwise wouldn't have this opportunity yeah
2: but like for example right now we also have like the faculty and professors like kids so it's like a mix but i know like the maker girl like organization mm-hmm. is like really looking to a 50 50 like try to educate vulnerable and now like what we see like Educated or like we'll Everybody. lucky, yeah. But obviously
0: the children would have to show an interest in maths or in technology or in engineering or some, something to do with the program, would they?
2: We normally don't ask them to have an interest because that's for what we are here for. We try to use oh, like to, them to have the to energy or the, the interest. Yeah. So right now we just have them and then when, when they normally want to come after class or in the weekend, they normally Somehow interested. That's
0: a good
3: point. <laughs>
2: yeah. We don't ask them to be like really interested. We just want them to try to chase we have okay. like workshop we try to fit to every kid like every kid is a work. every kid has their own interests. so it's really interesting to try to match the energy
0: and this is, it is about empowering girls at the yeah. end of the day
2: I mean it's not only for girls but like the main idea is to empower girls to show them role models we try also like what I'm doing is a change maker so I'm a girl that is like kind of like a role model for them like mm-hmm. I say like oh I'm a science so I'm not really related to science but I use science in my job or like I will use science in my job so they they can see like, oh my gosh, a colored girl, you know, when you're seven to 10, that like, you're like, oh wow, I want to be like them. So you also try, you know, in the like United States, going to college is not like the same that in Spain. So it's also a way for them to feel connected to that community. Okay. And in that way, they also see a role model. For example, in the I will you make a girl academy, my university, in Wesleyan is really about alumni. We have like a really alumni a strong network. You do. So what we do is like, we try to bring also alumni that is related to working in fashion. So we bring like. So they're a, coming back to yeah. say.
0: This is what I did.
2: Yes. And it's the fact that you're from
0: the Canary Islands, I mean, do you bring that in to show the kids, listen, I've come from a small community in a small island and I'm here with you today as kind of proof that dreams can become reality?
2: I haven't gone to that point. We only have had like two sessions. I know I tried to use talk to them like, hey, I was like seven, ten years old, like Maybe a lot alone, but not, not, so, long not so long ago. So I love what I'm doing. Like, you you have to just try. We give a scholarship. We want to support you. But not mainly with kids, especially because they don't have, like, a really sense of the world at that age. They have, like, the distance does not match on their heads. Like, when you're at 18, you can, like, really relate, like, oh, it's, like, this distance away for them. It's like, oh, it's there. You know, like, it's in that distance. Okay. So, it's not really easy to explain where I'm from.
0: No, it, and it's probably not relevant at that age, is it? Maybe. What's uh, more relevant is what you're showing them.
2: It's, yeah, they are not really, like, being honest, when they see a 3D print, they're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear anything <laughs> else. I just want to go and touch the machine that is really, really warm. <laughs> I think so do
0: I. I think I want to play with the 3D printer as well. It's
2: so cool. Like, when you teach them, you just have to be careful that they don't put their hands inside because oh. it's like, you have to say, like, be careful. It's really it's warm. Hot. It's like an oven. You cannot put your hands inside and they're like, Oh, and as soon as you turn around they're like trying to put their hands <laughs> inside but it's adorable we just like it's a life lesson <laughs> yeah I mean you have to put like something in front of them they are they normally just want to explore you know like try to feel what their boundaries are so it's also a learning for them to see True. how a college is and
0: for you too as well working
2: oh with my kids God. I love it. I feel like I'm learning maybe more than the kids, because first I'm learning about 3D prints, which was no thing for me. I'm learning about education, how to connect with them, learning about how to try to fit into the, their standards and try to be a role model for them when you're like, they're like, be That's careful. Fun. That's amazing. Yeah, and you most of them, you also learn about the importance of science. And when they leave and they the parents, eat them, you're like, oh my gosh, they are really excited. I want to go back. They love meeting you. And you're trying to empower them to... To have mistakes, I think right Make now, mistakes, in, yeah. in society, we are like really careful about being perfect. And when you're trying to work with science and like in the real world, you gotta be perfect. So you're showing them like, Hey, making mistakes is okay. It's you how can. you learn. Yeah. It's actually how you made the big discourse. Like, think yeah. about coke or anything like that.
0: Speaking about society demanding things from us, you, changed to poly science, said to, pol- to political science and you're living in the states and you were there for the midterms yeah. and I was really curious as to how that experience was I mean you've grown up in Spain that would have been your first time living through a big American electoral process how did it feel what was the sense I mean you're in Illinois so I don't know what kind of is that a democratic state is it a republican state what was the process like from from your point of view
2: Illinois is like as an state is like really Democrat like the governor is like a Democrat I think mainly everyone is a Democrat however in the house there were like a lot of Republicans said this year which was really interesting we also have Chicago where is the Obama Foundation so it's like a really blue state it's it's like a bl- it's
0: a blue area
2: yeah it's a blue area so it was really interesting it was also my first election voting. Oh you voted in the you yeah. voted in the
0: midterms. Yeah I did. Wow, that's exciting.
2: So that was my first time registering to go, you know, in America is different, you have to register yourself. So it was an interesting process. And I would definitely say I was also lucky to be studying American politics that semester with my professor that he ran for the Congress one time. Wow. So okay. he had like a lot of experience. He knows very well like Obama. They were like when Obama was going to the Congress. They were like running together, and then occasionally so they were running mates. Yeah, so they they know the process. They know everything that's going on. He's really involved, so it's a huge opportunity for me to learn from them. So it was really funny.
0: And I mean, you said it's a it's a blue state, but yeah. obviously you do go out of the college grounds and you travel a bit. Mm-hmm. Living here, we hear that America is a really divided country. Yeah. I mean, did you do you ever sense that? Do you sense
2: that division? East? I think it's really about no between like politics, maybe about issues. I don't think like okay. they don't have like a really party affiliation. Maybe right now it's rising, but America has like a dominant social paradigm like economic growth, individualism, like just like being freedom, like the free like that's the main goal. So any topic that kind of like touch those is when you're going to see a division. the decisions, yeah. right? And
0: I mean, I'm of the obvious question at the moment. We've had the Trump tax returns have been issued. Um, now the Congress are actually suggesting or uh, probably advancing the proposal that he should be tried, uh, criminally. But do you feel that he will run again in 2024?
2: I think he's going to try to run again. However, I think like from this point of view, like from Spain, we made like a lot of mistakes. I think you're like, Oh, he's going to run. Does that mean that they, Parties is in favor of him. Like, in America, the most important election thing is the primary elections. The primaries, of course. So he's got to go through primaries, and that's. That can be a good opportunity to see how they Because he, he doesn't have to get the support of the party, use the people. I think
0: he's going to run. But Rondo Santos is coming up in the polls and the primaries, so we'll have to see.
2: I think they're. The problem is like who is going to vote in the Republican primaries? Because in the primaries, you know, the people that is voting is that once It's not like a normal, middle person that is like yeah, questioning. Different. It's like someone that is like really in the extreme. Yeah. So when you go like to win a primary, you don't need like a huge population. You just need to. Okay, make you need mad. to kind of talk to yeah. your base. So I think that's going to be interesting. I hope that he doesn't win the primaries. I think he's not. It depends on how the elections go and how he made mistakes. Next
0: time you're here, we'll see how it's going. (laughs) Listen, well, next time you're here, because that's before we are, we just want a few minutes. You have been very instrumental in a project that is now going to take place next May. Um, You and John Quarton, we will be bringing 20 students yeah. from the university and they're going to be doing a six-day trip around the Canary Islands. Tell tell us very quickly about that because we'll want to talk to you when you're back here in May. But what exactly... I mean, what's the basic outline of the trip
2: yeah it's a class that the students are coming from they're going to learn about entrepreneurship and innovation in the canary Islands, and then they're going to barcelona and italy but in the truth they're going to be here for the six days they're mainly going to learn about how we have a lot more to offer than tourism and how we can be innovation what we have here either the tourist industry in they hey how it's also luxury how it's like a lot of points that we need to learn and so I'm trying to bring a different tourism than the one that we have right now more like, uh, college students, like Professionals, hopefully also alumni from my university that are like working in America. Just trying to make another eye to the island, mainly learning about. People here that are really special, like I would say stars. And so I can are, say, are you looking forward to showing off your island? Oh my gosh, I'm loving. They're like starting to be tired of me. I know that I'm joking. They love <laughs> it. I posted like a picture like a letter yesterday and everyone was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going there. And I was like, Oh, I don't know yet the names, but thank you for coming out <laughs> to me. <laughs> but I know one of the things, for
0: instance, because I was with you on the preliminary trip, they're going to spend a night or two in the bioclimatic houses in Ether Park. I mean, so they're the kind of interesting things they're going to be doing. Of these 20 students, some of them could be, you know, world leaders in another 20 years and they'll have the Canary Islands as their favorite destination.
2: Yes, I think so. They're like, for what I know now, that they have to start coming out to me like, hey, I'm going. I know like pretty... Persons like free, interesting individuals from my university are coming like leaders inside the university that I think are going to be. So they're not just thinking this is spring b- break in the Canary oh, Islands. No, they have to do an application, an interview, a letter of recommendation. It's like they have they are getting like a race from like a numeric race. They have to do a paper about entrepreneurship. They have to interview entrepreneurship. They have to make a journal every day of what they have learned. It's a class. This is going to be so they're going to have a tough time in the Canary Islands. I don't think they're going to have <laughs> a tough time, but <laughs> they're going to have fun. I think that compared to a class in a if that's the, what made terms in, in my university it's not about learning it's about, about the, the experience about you okay
0: well I tell you what I will give you your your homework is okay. you you will have to pick three of the 20 students okay. that you think would be the most interesting to bring into studio or that we will do an interview with on the trip okay when that's I have your full list,
2: I will find three
0: <laughs> okay brilliant Victoria but when we're here we'll do the interview together yeah oh my gosh I would love that that's going to be interesting with you of course <laughs> yes you can be one of the interviewees you can, you can ask questions I'm yeah. not
2: going to be in that class, so I will be like an external for them. Well,
0: that's <laughs> it. Perfect. You can, we'll do, we'll do this kind of group interview together.
2: Awesome. This is okay. so fun.
0: I look forward to it. Victoria Ballester, thank you for coming into English thank Time. Thank
2: you so much.
1: For the latest news and in-depth interviews from here and abroad,
0: don't miss English Time. Radio Sir, Adeshi. Now, um, I, I don't know if I believe in New Year's resolutions because probably because I always break them. But I do believe in new starts and I think new starts can happen at any time of the year. But coincidentally, I am joined by Susan Jordan and Denise Harris. And Denise is known as Magic Hands, I believe. Um, and they're going to talk about their Ricky and Massage service, which is newish. It's it's evolving, if that's right. Now, I'm going to ask you both to come close to the microphone. Uh, Susan is Irish. So that's kind of how I got to know her and then she introduced me to Denise who has been in the business for quite a while and I know that your your magic hands names comes from your massage practice Um sure does um, but I want to talk about Reiki first because it's kind of an upcoming alternative therapy so if one of you could just answer the simple question what is Reiki? am I saying it is Reiki isn't it? Mm. right Susan off you go
1: Right so Reiki is um orientated in uh, Japan um and it was Mikawa Usui who started it um he actually um did it for self-healing purposes okay um and then it it just spread really um and more people then used it as a therapy um for each other um, so it, um, it, it's really about um, harnessing the energy around ourselves. Okay, I'm just going to get you to get closer to the microphone there, Susan. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you're okay. So it's, we're all filled with energy and okay. energy is all around us. So it's really making sure that the energy flows freely through your body. Um, sometimes if we have a trauma or, you know, a, a past, um, episode that's, that's traumatizes, we can actually, that can manifest in a blockage in your energy around your body. Okay. So when a trained practitioner who is attuned to Reiki, um, you know, does a Reiki session with you, that can unblock that Energy and allow your own energy to flow and self heal, basically. Okay. So, I, and it's
0: not magic. No,
1: it's not. No, <laughs> no.
0: no I, I mean, because we we talked about this. You did a, a a Reiki session on me, so I could kind of experience it. And I I remember saying to you that years and years ago there was a traumatic episode in my personal life, and at the same time something happened to me physically, and I couldn't relate the two. Basically, my period stopped. Mm-hmm for yes. six months and I was in my 20s yeah. and there was no other reason for it and once the traumatic episode in my family life had been resolved within three days my body seemed to return to normal and that was the first time I realised that your mental health and physical health are completely connected
1: yes completely and I
0: presume yes. that Reiki then is about connecting the two or, or making that connection a healthy one would that yes. be right? yes
1: yes yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, how does it work? What if if it's my energy, why do I need somebody else to kind of untie the knots? I, Susan, I don't know. <laughs> They're pointing um, well, at each other. It doesn't well, matter who speaks. I just want to
1: yeah. Well well basically you know it, we don't know how to, to engage with our bodies, I suppose, a lot of the time. Sometimes we don't actually listen to what is going on. So if you have somebody who has been attuned to Reiki, I mean when I did my Reiki one and Reiki two, it's it's not just you go and do a day course and you're qualified. You know, you're working on, on each course at least nine months. Okay. Um and there's a lot of symbols used from your, your Reiki. Master, um, and you do a tune, so you can get into the whole energy much easier than than somebody who hasn't been, you know, okay. shown how so to you do. You can Reiki. you can feel the energy from another person. Yes, exactly. So um, you're really getting that person to basically relax and and just block out everything that's going on around them. Okay. Um, you know, and and totally be open minded is what I would say. That's anybody a good, taking, That's a very good mm. phrase to use. Um,
0: and Denise, your massages—they're not. Raking massages, just to to kind of clarify that yeah. you, you're, but they are physiotherapy massages or yes i
3: can i i deal with uh, about uh, 15 different types of massages i started off with uh, a listic which you normally start off with in in the uk and then you build upon that so i then went through all the different levels of sports massage Uh, so i can call myself i can't call myself a physiotherapist but Mm -hmm. i i can do the same work as a physiotherapist but i do it manually with my fingers and hands
0: okay Answer, and yeah. i mean so what you do does again it's not a cure but you somebody who has sciatica somebody who has a sports injury yes th- I would, this is where you can help. i would delve in and uh, sort, sort the problem delve out. In, yeah. it sounds painful <laughs> it is quite brutal
3: <laughs> but uh, as i'm a reiki master teacher i can use the reiki throughout the massage because you can't switch reiki off once you have you've been attuned to it so i'm always it's like buzzing. once you see it you yes, can't unsee that's it that's right that's right and uh, as susan was saying she went through different levels of reiki so reiki one is about personal reiki okay uh, and your own family so you tend to uh, deal with your own inhibitions anything else physical me- mental mind body and soul so you're covering the whole um the whole well, i don't know what the word would
0: you use Whole yes
3: the whole Oh, oh, your the whole, whole body. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that is where the holistic bit comes in. Yes, I, it I is. assume
0: Yeah. And what was very interesting, Susan, you mentioned to me because in the past, I've always thought that there was a. a a split, a big divide between traditional Western medicine and what people maybe see as alternative therapies or Chinese therapies. But you're saying that you're now seeing in hospitals that people are using Reiki pre operation. Mm-hmm. So is this, this is a very positive coming together of the two
1: practices? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the two do run, you know, in, in tandem because, um, you know, People going for chemotherapy, and um, they sometimes would have um, a Reiki session before they go for their their chemo sessions because it allows the body to just be ready, you know, okay. and and look at it in a different way. It's it's not a poison that's coming into your body; it's something that's positive and is going to help. And you know, yeah. let the Reiki help it flow through.
0: And like we said at the start, it's not magic. This isn't witchcraft. It's just about no. tapping into parts of your body and l- helping the patient if we or the client. Yeah, heal, to self know, heal, to self heal. Mm-hmm. Now you're both here together because you have you're kind of beginning to work together in something called the Tree of Health and Wellbeing. And there's also a third member of the group, of reflexologist. Yeah, there is indeed. Yes, Rebecca
1: Pierce. Okay, um, and it, but she's not here all the time. No, she's not here all the time. She has her own practice um, reflexology with Rebecca back in Ireland, uh, down in Wexford. And when so you're going to have to become Irish, Denise. I'm afraid. <laughs> So when she's over here, and um, she she comes over for three or four months at a time, and okay. and she will see our clients for reflexology. Okay, and it's not just feet, or is that just feet, or how is that work? You can actually do it on your face, which um, I know, which is really weird, um, but very very good. And it's very similar. I mean, I'm not saying it's the same, but reflexology
0: is again, it's about that connection and untying of those knots
1: that are affecting your body's. Function. Well, there's pressure points in your feet and your hands that actually connect to different parts of your body. Um, Rebecca is a nurse as well. So her nursing training and background comes into it. Um, so it's, it's very good. She can diagnose things very, very quickly. Okay. And I believe now you, you don't
0: have a clinic where the three of you are working at. I'm going to give out your numbers in a sec, but people can visit you and you do home visits. Yes. You do. Yes. Okay. So, uh, how long ahead would people have to book? Very briefly, roughly? Uh, Probably seven days plus. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. All right. So I've got two numbers here I'm going to call out. There's 618-187-223. And six nine two one four eight six five seven. Now you've got it. There's a web page going up soon, but I'm going to put these numbers on our Decay, Home, Decay Town Hall Facebook page so Perfect. people can check there. And um, thank you very much for coming in. I hope you have a very fruitful and happy new year. And I'm going to end early because I do want to remind people that the King's Day Parade is on this evening. The kings are going to be going up the Chia Grande from seven o'clock. Now the local police, the civil protection and the volunteer fire brigade will be there. Please listen to what they tell you to do. Stay behind the barriers. Parents, will you make sure that you're holding your kids' hands? Don't let them climb up on 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 containers, on lampposts, on something that looks dodgy. Don't let them run out in front of a float to collect the sweets. Please, please, please. As they say here, a sweet isn't worth a life. Very important, great idea. Write your phone number on a little piece of paper, turn it into a bracelet and put it around your child's wrist and tell them before you go to the parade that if they get lost to look for a policeman because the police are there to help you. And after all that, I hope everybody has a very happy, safe, healthy King's Eve and King's Day. And we will see you next week. Thank you to to Thalo Lopez in the controller. My name is Cleo Flynn. Until then, happy King's Day. Born On Bethlehem's plain Gold I bring To crown him again King forever Ceasing death